Washburn here. And that moment we've been waiting for has finally fucking arrived. Bossy Power Bottom Wear is now officially live on RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com for purchase. Bossy Power Bottom Wear. The gay lifestyle and clothing line that unapologetically describes what it means to live your best gay life and show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following is brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. So have you ever seen that hot jock top that you've been so thirsty for on your grinder grid and you really just never talk to him, never tap him, never pay him any sort of attention because you just know that because he's so beautiful and perfect and fit and everything's in all the right places that there's just no way that you would ever be someone he'd consider. He's so far out of your league. So you just leave it be. And then one day to your total and complete shock, he hits you up on Grinder and asks you to come over for a fuck. And you get those little butterflies in your stomach. You get so excited because up to this point, this is the hottest fucking guy that you've ever had in your life. And you just can't wait to ride that hot jock top dick. But when you get over to his house, you find out that what his intentions are is for you to fuck him while he's wearing high heels. And you sit there, look at him in shock and kind of stare at him sideways and think to yourself in your mind, bitch, I'm a bottom. The beautiful city of San Francisco known mostly in the gay community for being that one city that has a reputation for fully immersing and embracing any and all things fetish related. I mean, here in the city, you guys, we love our fetish-driven sexual interactions with one another. And really, if you go to any one of the festivals that we throw each and every year, otherwise known as Dory Alley or Folsom Street Fair, you might find along the way guys dressed in leather of all different spectrums that you could possibly imagine, rubber costumes, ropes, spit fetishes, uh, chains, whips, age play, underwear, and sometimes even used underwear fetish-related materials, armpits, beards, uniforms, rough sex, water sports, food, blood, feet, scat, enemas, diapers, drag play, and really, you guys, the list goes on 
and on and on with all the different things that you might find on any of the sex apps, any of the festivals, and anything that really is just a fetish in today's gay society. So if you're just someone like me who really enjoys their sex, but really doesn't have any one specific fetish that they can identify with fully, and you realize that you are just so fucking vanilla and don't understand why it is that you can't get in to one of these abnormal fetishes. So sit back, relax, put on that condom or pop your prep pill and let's explore the entire notion of what it means to take my vanilla ass and really just figure out what it means to pop that fetish cherry. now listening to My Gay Expose podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ plus community activist, self-proclaimed, messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host. Popper sommelier, porn star, fluffer in training, and local San Francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid. And this is My Gay Expose Podcast. Ronnie Washburn here. And welcome back to the show that really just is the raunchiest fetish that you have ever heard in the podcast world. My Gay Expose podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means to really just, like, know that it's finally time for you to pop your fetish cherry. Because everybody else around you in San Francisco is sexually involved in fetishes and what the fuck is actually wrong with you? Why are you so fucking vanilla? (laughs) Or maybe that's just my story. Who knows? But at any rate, we're just going to talk about all things fetish this week. And what's your specific sexual fetish? That's the question that was asked this week to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. And so we'll get those answers this week. And really, we're just going to hit every fucking thing that you could possibly think of in regards to what it means to go to Folsom Street Fair, see a woman sitting in a kiddie pool full of urine, completely naked, with nothing but like X cross tape over her nipples. We'll talk about basically like age play, bondage, choking, rough sex, scat, piss play, Uh, Let's just say if you're going to listen to this week's expose, you probably shouldn't be eating your lunch while you listen along. And some of the fetish situations that I found myself in in random hookups with guys on Grindr will be disclosed this week. But first, before we actually put that puppy mask over our face and realize that you might just be going a little bit too far for your tastes. First, let's hop into this week's re-expose.
welcome to this week's Re-Expose, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, ugh, fuck, God, oh, God, Jesus, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? What a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-expose. <laughs> oh my God, you guys, the craziest fucking shit happened this week in regards to someone who listened to the show. You know, I just have to say, I am so grateful and thankful for you, the listeners, in ways that I don't even... F- fully feel that I can ever express enough to all of you for listening each and every week. And I feel so fucking lucky that you guys discovered my podcast and just love it so. But it's so funny. San Francisco is fucking representing you guys. I had so many fucking messages and comments from fellow San Francisco City residents who pretty much just corroborated with the same mentality that they fully, like 100% Relatable was the material that was presented about the sex apps last week. But one specific message that stuck out to me, it was so fucking hysterical. So this guy, I guess he had also encountered the glory hole boy. You know, the guy that claimed that the only reason why he would do glory hole and wouldn't show his face on Grindr was because he had, quote, a prestigious boyfriend in the bar, like bartending world in the Castro And I was like, what the fuck is that bullshit? Get the fuck out of here. There is no such thing as anything remotely related to a prestigious Castro bartender. And this guy who messaged me said that it was the exact same thing, that he got the exact same copy and paste messages because he also didn't respond. And that he also was asking for a face photo and giving him that same excuse that he couldn't give his face photo because he was, quote, dating a prestigious Castro bartender. Get the fuck out of here. It's just so funny. It was just such a random coincidence that I'm not being stalked only. That there are other people out there that are being stalked by this fucking Castro glory hole, whatever the fuck his screen name was, I can't even remember. But like, just really funny to hear from some of you this week and keep it coming. I love it and I want more. So before we segue into the rest of this week's expose, let me please just remind you to check out RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I Washburn.com. And there you'll find Bossy Power Bottom Wear, the official show merch line, and just select a piece for your upcoming Pride event that is literally just a few short months away, you guys. We're almost to Pride season and you need a little bit of Bossy Power Bottom in your life. So before we get my gay expose that just so happens to have a, oh my God, look at those nipple clamps on that woman. They look like they're going to just pull out and I just can't. That's giving me so much anxiety. Themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And this week, the question was asked to a few of my friends, as well as you, the listeners. What is your specific sexual 
fetish, and explain. So let's get some of those responses now. Michael says, while I love many things in the bedroom, oral and ass play are the things that get me the most excited in the bedroom. Jeff says, I don't really know if this is a fetish or not, but for the last few years, I've been strictly into only having sex with straight men. It's the thrill of the chase that really gets me off. And once I finally land them and get them into bed because they are a little bit harder to take to the bedroom, it is just so satisfying when I finally come and realize I've conquered another. <laughs> wow, that is a good story. <laughs> Peter says, I don't necessarily know if this is a sexually driven fetish or not, but I'm almost exclusively in to older men. You have to be at least 12 to 15 years older than me if I'm going to pursue you at all. Whatsoever. <laughs> you guys, spoiler alert, and he's going to kill me for saying this, but Peter is approaching his 40s. So if he wants somebody who's at least 12 to 15 years older, well, you just do the math. <laughs> James says, I consider myself to be a very open-minded individual and have dabbled in a little of this and a little of that in the fetish world. But I have to say the one thing that I think I get so into more than anything else is bondage play. York says, I've always fantasized about being taken advantage of, like being kidnapped and sexually assaulted. It sounds good in my imagination, but I don't know if it's something that I'd be able to go through with without chickening out. So this person... I couldn't find a name. They answered on Instagram. And truth be told, you guys, if you're going to answer on Instagram from the question that I reveal each and every week and you want to send in a response and you want to get it read live on the show, provide a fucking name. I'm not going to sit there and go through the motions of like trying to investigate what the fuck your name is. But after that, I did just that and couldn't really find an adequate name and usually I just completely ignore these answers because there is no name or no effort put into creating that moment where you provide a name. So after that rant, <laughs> I'm just going to read this answer because I felt like it was a little bit more uniquely specific to this week's topic of conversation. So this person who apparently chooses to remain anonymous says as follows, my kink or fetish in the bedroom is wax play, candle wax, the pain, I love it all. Anthony says, I'm one of those tops that only has eyes for guys that have a fat ass. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, Anthony, so confession time. So after you answered this question on Instagram, I kind of stalked your Instagram page a little bit. And I have to say that I will be leaving you a little message in your DM. Maybe if you're interested, you could potentially experience this fat ass because you are fucking hot. 
Miguel says, I'm into what I like to call man musk. In other words, don't shower. Don't shower for a few days, in fact. And when you go to the gym, just come straight to my house without showering. And I want to smell all the smells. <laughs> what? Okay. okay, this is a fetish, you guys. This is a fetish. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Thank you, Miguel, for chiming in this week. Victor says, none. I'm vanilla. <laughs> you guys, this is one of my closest friends. And I have to say, he is just as much of a raging slut as I am. So this just goes to show that maybe being vanilla is like our specific fetishes in life. Is that like a thing? Can anybody tell me? Is that a fucking thing? Is being vanilla a fetish? <laughs> I just have to know. Brian says, hmm, that's a good question. For me, I think being a bigger slash stronger guy, I really like power swapping. For example, allowing my partner to tease or overpower me for a time where I'm a little helpless. And then at a point, I take control back and dominate once again. Also, I'm into restraints, but that's new. Walter says... <laughs> Oh my goodness, this is one of those answers that you only understand fully if you knew who Walter was. I wish you did too. Maybe we'll get him as a guest on the show at some point and you'll get a little bit more of an understanding of his personality type and this would make way more sense. But Walter says as follows. When they can handle my dry and sarcastic and offensive sense of humor, that really just turns me on. Does that count as verbal? <laughs> Brayden says, food. <laughs> so, you guys, this is like my best friend slash dated for a year ex that has been brought up on the show so many times throughout the series. And it is probably one of the most reoccurring characters of all time. He's really just saying this because he's really just into food in life. He definitely never did food in the bedroom when we were having sex. <laughs> Or at least that I can remember. <laughs> Morgan says, I really enjoy a leather or a latex daddy. But I haven't really had the opportunity to meet many, if not just a few. I like daddies to be dominant. But I also like to be dominant too. I recently got to fist a verse bottom daddy and it was so much fun. I'd say I'm an FF top and want to work my way up to fist in a gaping, hot, muscle daddy hole. <laughs> Love this answer. Thank you so much for chiming in, Morgan. And just for those of you not in the know in regards to what the FF Top acronym stands for, in the gay world, the FF Top is considered to be a fist-fucking top. So Morgan is a fist-fucking top, and that honestly, just pretty much sums up San Francisco. The ironic twist to this little answer is that Morgan doesn't even live in San Francisco, but it sort of sounds like he belongs here. <laughs> Jason says, I'm really into feet and socks during sex. Roberto says, 
feet. Ben says, I have a foot fetish. And if I didn't live in San Francisco, I don't think I'd be so open to admit that out loud. <laughs> Donovan says, spit on me now. <laughs> wow. Okay. So he continues. I like spit. When a guy's fucking me and I'm laying on my back, spit on my face, make me open my mouth so you can spit inside. I just love spit. And by the way, spit on that dick and go deeper and deeper and deeper. Wow, this is really fucking descriptive. <laughs> you guys, Donovan's in to spit. <laughs> Paul says, I'm a big fan of using your imagination for role play during sex. And despite my better judgment, I actually did send this question to my straight brother, Ryan, who says as follows. <laughs> I can't with this fucking shit. Oh my God. This is a little traumatizing. I have to say, Ugh. my straight brother, Ryan says as follows, thumb punching that fart box while eating her cunt like I missed all the meals yesterday. <laughs> Oh my God, I can't. This is so, there's so many things that's wrong with this sentence right here, right now. Oh, this is what I get for fucking sending this message to my brother. And then he goes on to say, you all know what I'm talking about, right? No, just me. <laughs> I fucking can't with this bitch. <laughs> Jeremiah says, while I'm not into scat at all, I have been known to potentially, maybe, maybe not, suck a guy off while he's sitting on the toilet taking a shit. <laughs> you guys, I, I mean, I'm fucking speechless. <laughs> I just don't know what to say uh, for this at all. <laughs> Kevin says, I don't know if this is a specific fetish or not, but I've had this fantasy of just being on all fours and having a line of tops just come behind me and fuck me one by one and, and just depositing their load in my ass one right after another. Is that a fetish? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so this is a cum dump. You know, Kevin, I think that you need to be introduced to Daryl because this is seriously, like, legitimately up his fucking alley or up your alley. No pun intended. <laughs> what is the deal with all the fucking cum dump references lately, you guys? Is this show becoming a fucking cum dump? <laughs> Oh my God, this bitch. Get the fuck out of here. Is that a fetish? Daryl says. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I can't breathe. Okay. okay. Daryl. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh. Daryl says. 
follows if I can get my shit together to read this shit. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Daryl says as follows, bondage and cum dumps. <laughs> the best is being able to tie someone up, drop a load, and then go install a ceiling fan and then come back and give another load. <laughs> I'm fucking crying, you guys. <laughs> and as usual, all of these answers are just one big giant fetish clusterfuck of really just all over the place. You know, what we've learned this week, you guys, is everybody's into what they're into. And, you know, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum, but I'm definitely just realizing after getting all of these answers and collecting them and recording them and just visualizing them in my head as I read them each time I read each entry, that I am so fucking vanilla. And why am I a vanilla bitch like I am? Listen, I love sex and I mean, there's really nothing better in this world, but I just don't have a fetish. And, you know, getting these answers and sort of listening through everybody's individual thing that they're into, it makes me realize that maybe I should become the next cum dump <laughs> or the next fist fucker or whatever the fuck. Maybe I should just give some of this shit a try and see if it's something that I like. Ugh. But, you know, I have some stories, you guys, of these specific instances that I've encountered from my past where I hooked up with guys on Grindr who had very specific fetishes and I went in with an open mind and not always a very positive outcome after. So we'll get some of that shit in the rest of this week's expose. But if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry. Just continue to follow on Instagram at exposing my day. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show. And now, let's get my gay expose that just so happens to be a moment where I just hope we can come to terms with the fact that I just need to pop my fetish cherry. guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster. And it makes things start happening. I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. <laughs> but you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow my gay expose podcast to get 
to that next best thing. So what is your sexual fetish? No, really, what is your sexual fetish? I really just want to know. You know, (laughs) the word fetish is really just defined as an abnormal act of desire, mostly in the bedroom, but really could be, you know, put into everybody's day-to-day unsexual life as well. You know, people are into what they're really fucking into. And what I've learned is that fetishes don't necessarily mean like the chains and whips and bondage and leather shit that we all think of when we think of a sexual fetish. It could be just something as so simple as like, you know, just being choked when you have sex each time or, you know, having an underwear fetish, being really into men who wear underwear. Truth be told... I have to admit, I am the most fucking vanilla person in this world. And actually preparing for this specific expose really just showed me that I'm really very fucking vanilla. You know, when I really realized that I was that vanilla, I had to take a step back and understand that I live in a city that is so overly fetishized, like to a place where San Francisco really just has the reputation for being that dirty, raunchy, like fetish-driven city. It really is. I have a friend who has like a best friend that lives in New York who basically told him that, yeah, you San Franciscans, you guys are so fucking dirty and you just have no shame in your game when it comes to like showing off how crazy and how far you'll go in the bedroom with so many of these different things And you guys, the list goes on and on and on and on. And it's so interesting to me because the word fetish really derives from the word kink. And where this came from is really just the description of like a water hose. And so, you know, when you turn the nozzle on a water hose, the water just comes out of the hose. But when you put a kink in that hose, it's the abnormal function of the hose. So that's where all this shit really comes from, you guys. And it really just makes perfect sense. But, you know, in regards to the idea and the fact that I am very fucking vanilla, you know, listen, you listen to this show each and every week, and I talk about being the biggest fucking slut of all time and really just find any reason to go sit on a dick and fuck and have sex and be in any sort of sexual encounter. And so many of the stories and crazy gay walk of shame situations that I found myself in over the course of the past, you know, historic, like nine plus San Francisco years have really just been crazy as fuck, but also very fucking vanilla now that I think about things. I mean, every story has their specific topic of conversation, but when it comes to being involved in sexual fetishes, I really just don't have one. (laughs) And listening back to all of those answers on the Your Gay Expose segment this week, I really just sat there and was like, damn, I am fucking vanilla. Like, I'm vanilla without the chocolate fudge. I'm vanilla without the sprinkles. I'm the vanilla without the whipped cream. And I am the vanilla without the fucking cherry that really just needs to be popped in regards to what I am looking for in a fetish But if I have to actually admit out loud what my specific fetishes would be, even though they're super fucking basic and you all might laugh as you listen through, I really do have an underwear fetish, you guys. I own more pieces of underwear 
from every single type that you could possibly think of, from like boxer briefs to briefs to jock straps to thongs. Like, I just really am into all of it, truth be told. And seeing a guy in nothing but underwear sometimes turns me on even more than seeing them completely naked. I know that's bizarre and weird, but it's really very that for me. I do like to be choked while having sex in bed. I do like to be roughed around. And really just, I'm going to tell you all the different situations that I've sort of found myself in over the course of the last few years when I encountered specific guys on Grindr who really wanted to expose me to their specific fetishes. So I'm just going to go over a list of some of the things that I've experienced in the fetish world or things that really just tried to pop my fetish cherry now. So, you know, I I really am trying so very hard to like open up my mind a little bit more to like, you know, like different ways that people have their sexual situations. So, you know, when a guy does approach me on Grindr or something like that, for example, I'm like not going to completely rule it out just because it's something that I have never tried before. I definitely will give it a little train of thought. So recently, actually, a couple months back, this older daddy hit me up and he basically was very clear that what he wanted from me in a sexual encounter was that he was very into the like daddy-son age play. So, for example, as we continued to chat through, he was very specific in what he wanted from me and gave me a very specific list of expectations that he expected from me in regards to the idea and the notion that I was to be son. And he sometimes he would like actually like he forced me to actually call him daddy. Every text that I sent him, I had to comma daddy with a capital D at the end of every single thing that I said. His actual real name was the safe word if and when we were to go into the bedroom. And he would call me like pussy boy. And he actually wanted me to dress up in like, you know, fishnets and like little schoolgirl skirts and shit like that, (laughs) which I mean, you know, I'm not against that. It's definitely not something that I would do normally or go out of my way to do. But if, I mean, he's good in bed and that's what he wanted from me, I wasn't against any of that. And, you know, I gave it like some thought and I thought I was going to, you know, things were going to go through with it. But we went out on a couple of dates. He ended up friend zoning me before we even got to the bedroom. So honestly, I think I was just a little too old for him <laughs> in regards to, you know, any, in, you know, even though I do look very young for my age, I definitely am 40 fucking two. So I don't think that I was the appropriate age for him. On a side note, I do remember I, I made a friend a couple years back and I mean, we've just kind of lost touch over the course of the years and the pandemic and things of that nature. But we did hang out for a long period of time in the past. And, you know, we're like Instagram and Facebook friends and shit like that now. And so I kind of check up on him every now and again. But he was this really young, attractive guy that you, you know, when I first met him, you could just tell that he probably got all sorts of attention throughout the gay community here because he was that good looking. He was like in his late 20s, really great looking guy, all of it. So I met him through another friend. And one year for St. Patrick's Day, we were all just kind of hanging out together. And we were, you know, kind of bar hopping and 
things of that nature. So I remember it well. We ended up going to Bo and we were there at Bo. And I remember him saying that his boyfriend was going to come meet us. So the other friend that introduced me to him before his boyfriend showed up, he kind of pulled me aside and he's like, hey, just heads up. I want to prepare you. Like his boyfriend isn't really a boyfriend. It's more of like a partner thing. And I was like, oh, I mean, okay, like, that's cool. Like, what do you mean? And he was like, well, I mean, he's literally like a grandpa. I was like, okay, well, so what? He's into older guys. Cool. I'm, I'm, you know, open-minded enough to understand that this guy's into older men. That's not a big deal, whatever. But you guys, when I say that the guy showed up and he was like older than my grandfather, I was actually taken aback a little bit. And I mean, there were moments throughout the entire time all of us were interacting with one another in the group that I kind of just was like staring at them together and going like, damn, I just don't fucking get it. But God bless and to each their own. Some people are in to that age play. (laughs) I think I've brought this up on a past expose. This guy wanted me to come over He didn't really tell me that he had a fucking dungeon. Like, one of the actual rooms in his apartment was completely converted into, like, a fucking dungeon. And, you guys, it was crazy. Like, chains, whips. I mean, those poles where you get tied up. Like, paddles. All of it. I mean, you fucking name it. Any BDSM, anything that you've ever seen at Folsom Street Fair in your life was in that fucking dungeon. And I'm not going to lie, like, I knew that going over there that the guy was into, like, leather and he was, like, into that kind of shit. But I didn't have any fucking clue that I was about to walk into, like, a dungeon play type situation. And truth be told, it was actually pretty fucking hot. Like, it wasn't anything that I was against. And I honestly would probably do it again. It was pretty good. So, you know, I kind of opened my mind a little bit more to that. But that's literally the only time any of that shit's ever taken place for me. So one time this guy hit me up on Grindr and he was very clear that he had a very specific foot fetish. And I was like, okay, that's cool. Like, I'm not against that. I, I don't really understand it. I like having my toes sucked and shit, you know, like, that's cool. But like, I, I'm personally not really into feet myself and whatever. So he wanted me to come over. And the understanding that I had before I showed up to his place was that we were just going to have sex. But you guys, it was so fucking weird when I got to his place. Now, keep in mind, I literally showed up like maybe two hours before I had to be to work. So the idea was that I had given myself enough time to clean up before I went to work and blah, 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 whatever. So I go over And he has this music on, this really weird, like, ska-style music. And he just told me to take my clothes off and lay on my bed, or on his bed. And so I did just that. So basically, I got on the bed, and then he took his clothes off. And I was, like, laying on his bed upright, like you're supposed to lay in the fucking bed. And he got on the end of the bed, like, diagonal to, like, the the position that I was, and put, like, my foot all on his face, And you guys, he was like rubbing my feet on his face and like licking my feet and just like rubbing my feet all over his fucking face. You know, back then I was like a server. I was on my feet all the time. Plus I was running and I'm pretty fucking confident there there were like fucking calluses all over my fucking feet. And he was just so into it. He was like jerking himself off while he was rubbing my feet against his face. 
you guys, like, it just, it drug on. Like, he just wouldn't stop. He, like, kept going and going. So finally, I kind of, like, you know, after about, like, 40 minutes, I kind of was getting bored. So I propped my head up and I was like, hey, so just heads up. If we're going to do this, like, I got to go soon. So we got to make this, like, happen. And he kind of, like, looked at me and was like, oh, well, that changes things. And it got all weird. And then we just ended up, like, you know, fucking really quick. It was just a weird, really weird experience overall. And, you know, I don't really claim to understand the entire dynamic of foot fetish shit. I mean, I've seen the porns where the guys, like, are fucking guys and they have, like, they're sucking on their toes and shit. And so I guess I kind of just thought that that's what it was. But, but this guy was definitely into some freaky feet shit for sure. <laughs> so the first time that I had ever actually been choked was kind of a crazy situation. I mean, I, it was years and years ago. And I remember this guy, he was just really rough in bed. And I was just so fucking into it because I think up to this point, I was still pretty fucking new to like gay sex. And I'm guessing, even though I don't remember that far back, that I was probably just riding a dick like the most vanilla motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> but this guy was just like fucking roughing me up. He was like penetrating me, smacking my ass. Like it was like one of those like hardcore porns where you see the guy like, and he's just like, like slap, 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 slap. Like it was just that shit. Like I was like, damn, like this is incredible. I was like the first time that I had ever been exposed to that rough of sex. And I wanted more. And at one point, we did like miss- missionary style and he started choking me. And you guys, when I tell you while I jerked myself off while he fucked me and he was choking me, I loved it. And truth be told, I have tried to implement that in a lot of my sexual encounters ever since, even to a place where I've sought out guys who specifically say that they're into rough sex. Like one of my favorite hookups that I had for a long period of time was a guy that lived like in the Twin Peaks area just, you know, up the hill from where I live. And he actually would go through the motions of like fucking throwing me across the room and I would land on his bed. He was so rough. Oh, you guys, it was so good. God damn, I'm getting a little flustered right now. Oh, moving on. So this one guy I had been chatting with on Grindr this fuck, it was like, I want to say like three years ago, he was very adamant about wanting to be into public play. So he was like, let's go find a place. Let's drive into like a, like a suburban looking region. And let's kind of like hide in the bushes. I know the perfect spot. And I'm like, uh, okay, I think I had been drinking this specific night. So I was like, kind of feeling a little bit more daring than I normally would have. And probably if I was sober, I probably would not have agreed. But I I got in his car. We we went up to this specific place and it was like, it was nighttime. There were a lot of like very rich homes in the area. And we like crawled into this little outside area. And literally, you guys, it was like one of those moments where people could just like pull up in their car and see us having sex. And I remember holding on to a fucking tree while he banged me from behind. It was pretty fucking hot. But like doing that shit out in public... Uh, I don't know, really. I, I mean, it was cute, but whatever. So I had a guy hit me up one day who just very adamantly said that he wanted to be super verbal, that he was into like being very verbal and very vocal. Now, here's the thing, you guys. 
Many of my previous like sexual suitors will attest to the uh, the fact that I am kind of a screamer. I get very vocal. I'm a moaner. I'm very that. So trust me, when you have sex with me, you will know when I'm enjoying myself for sure. But when I tell you guys, this guy was just like, it was so weird. He was like, yeah, you want that fucking dick? Tell me you want that dick. Tell me how much you want that. And it wasn't like I hadn't seen that shit in porns before in the past, but like all he did the entire time we fucked was continuously say shit. And sometimes some of the things he said just got a little fucking weird. And so, yeah, I I just, I was kind of cool on that. I had a guy that hit me up once who basically told me, and this guy, by the way, was like super fucking hot. He was like this beautiful Latino guy with a gorgeous body, very military vibes is what I got from him. He really wanted to fuck. And he asked me specifically not to douche because he wanted to, quote, put his dick in my ass and pull out and have a little bit of residue. And you guys, I'm so not into that for so many fucking different reasons. Like, I'm not into poop play. I'm not into scat. I'm not into any of that shit. It's just disgusting. Side note, I had a friend who ended up moving away, but, like, he told me one day when we were hanging out a couple years ago that he... By the way, this friend seemed just as fucking vanilla as I was, but I guess he was hanging out with a guy who wanted him... He had one of those, like fucking toilet seat things where you sit on them and the guy gets underneath the seat and you like shit on the person and he agreed to go do this because his mindset was like well you know I've never tried it before I'm not really into it but if this that's what this guy wants then sure I'll go ahead and do that and he fucking did it I like listened to the story with my eyes so wide open I could just not believe but you know I'm definitely not into fucking scat you guys for sure Another thing that I actually really can't get into, and this is probably you're just understanding so much more so right now how vanilla I actually am, is like the piss play or the water sports. And it's so funny because I'll be in a situation where I'm like just fucking jerking myself off to the hottest fucking porn. And the second they start pissing, A, I just get so grossed out I have to change the video instantly. Like right in the middle of jerk off, all of it, I just can't. I just can't do it. It grosses me out. Funny enough, my most recent ex actually was so into piss play. We never partook in it sexually, thankfully, because like he was really fucking into it almost to a place where we when we were dating, we were dating during the whole like lockdown era. And we would there was a lot of times where we could only like communicate via FaceTime. So a lot of times we'd be on these really long FaceTime calls and, you know, I'd get up from my room and go pee. And so we'd still be talking and I would just put the phone down and he'd be like, babe, babe, show me the toilet. I want to see. I want to see, please. Uh, uh." And I'm just like, what the fuck? That's so fucking weird. (laughs) Listen, you guys, I'm not here to yuck anybody's yum, but like, I just, I can't with that shit. But he was so into it. Then I'll never forget the first time a guy hit me up on Grindr and really just said that he only wanted me to come over to watch him and another guy fuck because that was his specific fetish. Like, he didn't want me to participate. He just wanted me to sit there. I was allowed to jerk myself off during, but I was only meant to sit on a chair and watch them go at it. And I was like, well, okay, (laughs) there we go. 
let's do that. Uh, it was actually kind of hot, but like, I just wanted to jump in and like tag team the entire fucking time. Then there was a guy who was really into Anon shit, like anonymous bullshit, you know? So he wanted me to come over. I was to be slipped uh, blindfold at the door, put it over my eyes. He would direct me in. And we were supposed to go through the motions of having the entire sexual encounter with me blindfolded the whole time. And that was just his thing that he totally got off on. It was pretty hot, but I still couldn't tell you what the guy looked like. <laughs> oh my God. So yeah, very that. And the one that I found the most interesting was this one guy was, and I actually fucked him a few times, but he had very specific instructions. Now he had an office in the financial district that was like a private office. I don't even really know what it was that he did for a living, but there was nobody else around. So what that meant was he wanted me to come over and his whole thing was that he was into like an office fuck fetish thing. So in other words, like, you know, those porns where you see like those office guys fucking and they're in suits and shit. Yeah, it was very that. So he asked me to dress up in a full-blown suit every time I came over. And then we would just fuck, fully dressed in suits. (laughs) So, you know, even though I might be the most vanilla fucking flavor of ice cream in the rainbow spectrum, I have definitely opened my mind enough to dabble in the fetish world. But you guys, the one time I have to say that it just caught me off guard the most was... I didn't even know how to mentally prepare for this, to be quite honest with you. But I had a guy over once and we were just going at it. And and everything was going well. Like we were making out profusely. We were blowing each other. Things were definitely getting ready to segue to sex. And so I, at one point, got on all fours and just assumed that he was going to start like, you know, fucking me. But what ended up happening was that I little did I know... Like, I just thought he was, like, fingering my ass. But then the next thing I knew, he was, like, full-on fucking fisting me. It was the first time in my entire life that I had ever been fisted. And I'm just going to say, before we end this week's expose, I didn't hate it. we learned today, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, tops or bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender and questioning? Well, I'd like to think we learned a whole hell of a lot. Okay, really, maybe we didn't learn much. Maybe we already know, or maybe we just talked about the idea and the notion that there are so many different fetishes out there in this world and so many different types of people out there that gravitate to a specific fetish for a very specific reason. And we may not always know the reasons why. And honestly, I would really promote hooking up with random guys who are in to different things just to give you a little taste of something that you may not know that you really might be into. Or maybe you're just like me and Victor. I'm actually putting Victor in this category as well, because I don't want to be the only one stranded out here on this fucking vanilla desert island. (laughs) 
But if, if you're like Victor and I, and you're just really fucking vanilla, and you just don't really have a fetish, I really, you just like to have sex. And maybe that is considered to be a fetish. Is, is there anyone out there that will endorse that as a fetish? No? Okay. <laughs> I don't think it's one either. But at any rate, I just want to hear from you, the listeners. What the fuck do you think? What is your sexual fetish in the bedroom and why? And just give me a call at the official My Gay Expose podcast hotline at 415-501-0401. That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me all about it. Ugh. God. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars, follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch wind of each and every episode of My Gay Expose podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, My Gay Expose Podcast. Com. And there you'll find any information that you need in regards to the show. And don't forget to actually check out the newest piece to the My Gay Expose podcast puzzle, the official show merch line, Bossy Power Bottom Wear, at RonnieWashburn.com. That's R-A-O-N-I, Washburn.com. And there you'll find all the pieces in the collection. And just go through and pick the one that you want for your next pride event. You guys, we're just months away from Pride Month. Just get it now. Get, get ahead of it. You just want to rock that shit at your next Pride event. Oh, and don't forget to join us next week for another messy, iconic, and salacious and obviously relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and I will pop that fetish cherry with you next time. Expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.